Welcome to Yikes, Now I'm a Homeschooler. This is a podcast for those who find themselves homeschooling because of COVID or just because they want to with Laura Seiler and Lisa Sharp. And we have over 50 years of combined experience homeschooling. I'm Lisa. And I'm Laura. And we're here to help you muddle through this situation you find yourself in. So grab a cup of coffee and welcome to the adventure. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode two. We are calling this The Box Has Arrived. In this episode, Lisa and I talk about that big box of curriculum that has arrived at your doorstep and how to start wrapping your mind around it. We also spend a little bit of time talking about the difference between homeschooling and doing school at home. Hello, everyone. This is Laura. This is Lisa. And we've been thinking that probably sometime in the last few months, after much deliberation and much agonizing, you bought a curriculum for each of the children that you will be teaching. And now it has arrived at your home and you've brought the box in and you may have pushed it in the corner and run off and done something much more exciting like clean the bathroom because you didn't want to have to deal with it. <laughs> or maybe you're, uh, you opened it up and took one look at it, pulled the bo- books out, and then ran to clean the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> what happened at your house when that would when you got the box, Lisa? Oh my goodness, it was like Christmas. My girls would run and try to get the books faster than I could, and they would all at one time be saying, "Which one is for me? What's for me?" That was a pretty exciting time at my house too. Yeah. I, I have to say that. Uh, once my children figured out what the box was, they would go for the the readers, not the math, but the readers and the fun yeah. stuff, you know, the science experiments, that kind of thing. Yeah. But um, we were thinking about um, what it must be like for a lot of new uh, homeschoolers who, who are homeschooling now, taking their children out of classroom situations and taking advantage of this opportunity to homeschool. And how you kind of are coming to the table with your own personal experience of being in a classroom situation and what that looked like. And um, you pretty much come to the table with preconceived ideas of what school looks like. Yeah, I I think that we all um, begin homeschooling with uh, that stuff sort of preloaded in our minds about, you know, we have to have 50 minutes of math and then 50 minutes of English and 50 minutes of science or whatever. Um, And um, homeschooling gives you an opportunity to completely throw that paradigm out the window and uh, create a schedule and a day and a lifestyle that really uh, meets the needs of your child in a very individualized way. So um, instead of thinking in terms of school at home, that is duplicating what happens in a classroom, um, it's time for new homeschoolers to sort of think outside that box. It gives you like a breath of fresh air. It gives you an opportunity to create and to do things differently. Um, and you may find that your kids like school after all. I think that probably a lot of our listeners have discovered that, you know, when the, um, the pandemic began in the spring and uh, schools were closed and we went to safe at home, um, 
I think a lot of families probably discovered that it didn't take as long to accomplish the the assignments at home as they were spending away from home in their classroom at school. And there are a lot of different reasons for that. You know, you've got 30 children instead of three children that you're teaching and that kind of thing. It just takes more time. It's more complicated to do it with a large group of students. But uh, that's not the scenario you find yourself in right now. You find yourself with just your family. And um, so let's talk about how we take that box of curriculum and translate it into a homeschool, not a school at home, but a homeschool. And what um, kind of like your experience, my experience of doing that, what that maybe some uh, descriptions of what that looks like and maybe some tips that people can glean just by listening to the ways that we did. Um, we moved forward with our box of curriculum. Right. Otherwise known as get it out of the box and into their heads. Um, so um, I, I think um, a lot of times when we start taking that step out of the box, the first impulse is to um, start planning exhaustively. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the first thing that I think we need to do is take a step back and remember that this is not school at home. This is a family. So part of this is learning a new dynamic about how are we going to interact? How are we going to do life together? Because it's not just doing school. We are doing life together now. Mm -hmm. And so part of that um, has to do with how we help each other through the day. Um, I might have my uh, high schooler uh, entertaining uh, the baby or the youngest child or even helping a younger sibling who's not a fluent reader yet uh, with something while I'm getting the middle schooler started on their work for the day. So there's a give and take and an ebb and flow about this um, that happens through the day because it's not just school, it's family. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think there are some things that are going to remain similar. Like there are some routines that are going to remain similar in your every day. You know, you're still going to get up at the same time, uh, not at the same time, at a regular time. You're not going to have to get up to catch the 6 a.m. bus anymore. But um, you will probably want to begin school on a regular, at a regular time every day, just to have some routine and consistency. Children are still going to have chores to do. Actually, that's a real, another episode, but um, that's a wonderful way to work together and uh, help out, learn how to help out at home more than maybe they did before because they didn't have as much time because they had, they were gone all day and then had homework. So it, um, that's a little bit of a trade-off, a fun trade-off for a mother at home or father. Yeah. Um, so Laura, talk a little bit about, you know, we've, we've talked about just a little bit about the idea of um, school at home versus homeschool. Um, talk about the differences and the similarities, just kind of compare that a little bit so that people can get their minds around what we're talking about when we say school at home versus homeschool. Okay. Well, let's talk about the similarities. You still have your basics, math, reading, writing, arithmetic, the three R's, you know. Uh, you, still, you still have that. You still have uh, work that needs to be done, you know, actual seat work, or you could call it homework, but it's the 
math facts and the spelling words and the sentence uh, diagramming and things like that, um, there's still someone who's in authority. Now it's you. There still is a need for respect among the the students and the teacher, which is your family. Now it's a, an area where you might be able to grow even more in. Um, some of the differences though, that I really love, and Lisa and I were just talking about this, how <laughs> we have a little bit of a different approach in educating children. She's, she is uh, self-described as the hammer. Um, she was a um, I'm not going to call her slave driver. We'll call her the hammer. But she uh, was um, very disciplined about getting her kids to do their work. And the fact that she had three girls is a real benefit because <laughs> it was stereotypically girls tend to be more compliant and cooperative. Um, it's just a stereotype. But, but but it, you know, it tends to play itself out that way. Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. And I had one girl who was a wonderful student and very compliant, very cooperative, and then three boys who kind of all broke the mold in their own way. So <laughs> that is one of the uh, differences of homeschool. Um, for uh, one of my boys in particular, I think if I had put him in a typical classroom, he would have um, probably become the class clown probably thought he would thought of himself as dumb because he didn't read until much later than a typical child probably would have gotten in trouble because he had so much energy but in my homeschool i was able to accommodate his reading delay i was able to work with him on self-control and discipline knowing how to behave and also give him an outlet whenever he needed for uh, physical energy, getting that energy out. He would go out and jump on the trampoline several times a day on into his teenage years. Um, and that was exactly what he needed to be able to come back in and sit down and do his math problems for 20 minutes. Well, and that that whole issue in itself is an episode uh, on discipline in the homeschool But I think it's the important thing that you said about that was that at some point he took ownership of that himself. He recognized himself that he needed to do that Mm -hmm. and would bug out to go do it. He would. He would. And he he did recognize that he needed that physical activity in order to concentrate. Even on into college, he would make sure he had that outlet for physical activity. Yeah. So... um, I think, too, one of the things about school at home uh, versus homeschool is um, when we first start homeschooling, we think about, uh, I'm going to do it just the way they do it in school, and then I can't mess it up. But the reality is that because this is a family, we're sitting at a table or wherever it is they are, you know, the older kids might take their assignments and go to their room and hole up for the day. Um, You know, it's okay if your kid chews gum at the table. It's okay if your kid gets up whenever they want to, to go get a snack or a glass of water. Um, You have so much more flexibility and so much more freedom. You don't have to take prescribed breaks at a certain time of day, or we're only going to eat at 1230. Um, You know, all of these things that have been so rigid 
we're, we're going to do all of these subjects because that's what they would do. You know, you have the flexibility to choose for your child what you think is best in this situation. Um, all the things that they need to know are going to come along in their lives at some point. Um, it's just a matter of the right time for each child. So you don't need to struggle with trying to duplicate what's happening in a traditional classroom. What you need to focus on is being a family and teaching your children what you think they need to know at this time in a way that's accessible for them. Um, for Laura's son that needed the activity, she might teach him to learn the multiplication tables by jumping rope or by jumping on that trampoline. Mm-hmm. Um, that happens. That's a thing. That's exactly what we did. Yeah. Yep. yep. So every child's got their own thing that, that where they need to be. I, I don't like the word catered to because that implies some kind of privilege, and that's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about is recognizing that a child has a need, and I want to meet that need in every way that I can. So um, creating that bridge. So homeschooling gives you the flexibility to do that. You don't need to duplicate school. I suspect a lot of our uh, listeners who are new to homeschooling because of the pandemic have discovered that. And I just want to encourage them that that's actually a really exciting part of homeschooling where you as the parent, you know your child, you've gotten to know them even more now that you've had them home from school since March. And uh, you, you have the opportunity to really tailor their education to them. Like you said, it's not, it's not a privileged thing of like catering to their every need, but it, it's more of a tailoring to what's going to work for them. Um, I know that it's not unusual at all for homeschoolers to change curriculum midstream, even after just a few weeks, you know, you don't really know you don't really know about this curriculum, if it's really going to work for your family or not. And you may discover very quickly that it's not working for one child and it would be to their great advantage for you to tweak it, to change it, to take part of it away and not do it or to add something else in or completely rewrite it or completely buy something else, which is something that will happen. You will buy curriculum that you will not use. It's not going to work. And that is to be expected. Totally okay. Totally okay. And uh, once you realize that there's a problem, throw it out as fast as you can, because the the more delay that you have trying to justify why you keep doing it, um, the further you go down a hole. Mm -hmm. Then the more frustrating. I know my daughter, when she was in ninth grade, encountering algebra for the first time, she, like I said, she was very compliant. She tried really hard, but whatever curriculum we were using for math, and I cannot remember what it was at all, it was not working at all. And there were many, many tears of frustration and crisis. You know, when you're a ninth grade girl, everything can be an emotional crisis. So that was one of them. Well, I did throw that thing out as fast as I could, and I ordered something that I had heard would work in a different way. We switched and she excelled in that. It was a good call. It was yeah. a really good call. And I had the flexibility and freedom to do that. And I 
really appreciate that about homeschooling. You know, that's a really good example of parents uh, recognizing their children's needs. Um, as a homeschool parent, you're going to begin to recognize uh, that you know some things about your kid instinctively that a teacher in a classroom tries they might uh, are, are just not going to understand. You're going to understand intuitively why your child is not connecting with a certain thing. Um, so again, um, that's one of the advantages of homeschool versus school at home. Thanks for listening today. We are so glad you stopped in and we hope this episode has been helpful. Next time we'll tackle part two of what to do when that box arrives, how to plan and schedule your homeschool. In the meantime, help us help other new homeschoolers by sharing this podcast. See you next time.